0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Jake Dingus. as always, be sure to give us a like and follow you, can find us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Jake Mendingas short, joining again for round two, Matt, how we doing? Hey buddy, how you doing? I What's am it? super, I am super, um, so before we get into it, let the people know where they can find you
1: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find me on a multitude of different platforms, two podcasts, one YouTube channel all of which you can basically find on my personal Twitter, which is at RealMatt0626. By all means, check out everything in the link tree in my uh, bio. And hell, hit the follow on uh, the the personal Twitter if you want to see some angry sports posts or wrestling posts as the days go on. So that's up to you
0: awesome guys be sure to give them a like and follow and be sure to follow both the shows we've got the 69 whiskey podcast as well as the bro migos pod be sure to give them a like and follow as well i'll be sure to post the links in the description so going to address the rather large elephant in the room i guess or- no one would know this but uh last week matthew and i had a sit down and we were going to have this conversation And i think we were having a wonderful little chit chat seeing where you know podcasting is going and the state of modern media and then um then my power went out and and that was a big fucking bummer so um yeah so we're back for I guess round two round 1.5 but I guess out of curiosity because you've been in the game long enough what is the most catastrophic thing that's ever happened to you while recording an episode
1: Okay. Chaotic. Okay. So, um, I would say the most chaotic thing would have occurred after the fact. So, one time before Sixty Nine Whiskey, um, used moved to a different platform called Streamyard. We were essentially recording the podcast through our Discord using Streamlabs on Eric's end to record the screen, which would capture all the audio. Mm-hmm. About a couple months ago, we were recording an episode as we typically do, and all of a sudden. Eric says to me, um, "Matt, I think uh, <laughs> I think the, uh, the the recording stopped." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Well, it hasn't moved in quite a long time on the Streamlabs, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, Uh-oh. oh fuck, <laughs> oh fuck!" Now, thankfully, nothing happened to the audio. However, this issue kept happening and kept happening, and it eventually resulted in Eric's PC completely like fucking up somehow between his screen fucking up. Um, I think issues within the PC itself. Um, I have not had issues like that yet, thank God. But um, that was probably one of the more catastrophic things to happen because we had no fucking clue what was happening to the recording. But thankfully, if those episodes were actually released. So that it it wouldn't say it's catastrophic, but it was definitely... um, Oh, that's an oh shit moment for sure. It's an oh shit moment. That's what I would classify it as. You're right on that, Jake. Yeah, like I've had just because
0: we used to stream on reddit the big things that would come up would be the stream would get like clipped or whatever and then like we'd go off air we'd still be recording and then go publish later but it's people would lose the live feed so that would always suck but like that can happen with streaming you know i'm sure it's like the connectivity can be you know up and down bandwidth can suck for that stuff so yeah like all of the you think you think you can control what you can control but then like I've never even had the thought or occurrence that like, Oh, the power might go out. And then like, I'm fucked. Like, I can't, I can't do any of this. Like all these lights shut off. this computers off. The internet's off. Like just go kill yourself. So
1: I was bummed when we were first tried recording, I was bummed. We were having such a good start to the conversation. Too. I know. We were like five, 10 minutes in. And then all of a sudden, yeah. like you, I thought it was my internet. Cause my internet, if you, people know me, know that I have, really shitty internet at times and i hadn't had an issue well a long it's because
0: you live in new jersey
1: so. oh yeah optimum is a real fucking pain in the ass so fuck optimum and their shitty internet providers but um i you i thought it was me at first and i'm like oh wait i would still i would have been kicked out a long time ago from the zoom yeah. it's gotta be an issue on your end and then when yeah. you reached out to me on instagram and messenger um you were like oh yeah my power's out I'm like oh fuck I didn't know how long this was gonna take place. Yeah. So I kind of was trying to do some filler, do some bullshit. Let the, <laughs> don't leave the the zoom because it's still recording in hopes that sure. it's not a big issue and it's just a temporary thing, and we can just go yeah. back to the conversation. But it turns out it was a <laughs> more yeah, than was, a day's worth yeah, of it uh, was a,
0: so so I guess the pick up with that. So we were talking last week, and then power goes out. I'm like, oh motherfucker. So I went in the, like, I'm in the basement right now, so I went upstairs, and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, the whole block's power's out. And I'm like, oh, shit, well, I'm not sure what's going on here. So, I went for a drive just around the block to see if anything else was going on, and right up the corner of the street, I didn't know what had happened, but there was, like, fire truck, two ambulance, like, five cop cars. I, I, I knew some shit happened. So, Transformer Blue, my mom's boyfriend drove by and said, like, oh, yeah, someone clipped a pole and knocked down the Transformer, just took the whole block out. So, yeah. How do you clip a pole?
1: Yeah, that's the the question
0: I have. Sure. I mean, it's either, A, intentionally. I doubt they were drinking because it was a Sunday and it wasn't that late. Now, granted, we do have an inordinate amount of alcoholics in this part of the world, so I, possibly I don't know. But what I'm thinking is, just on this one stretch of road, people tend to like go on the shoulder, oh, around cars, like making left turns. They'll they'll pass kind of on the right, and I'm thinking that's what happened. But I have I got no fucking idea, no idea. But yeah, so it was out for it was out for a minute. And but we got it rescheduled, so yeah, Yeah, we're here now. That's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, like talked before, started recording about you know picking up where we left off and splicing together. I'm like, nah, it's like that's not organic for me. Like I don't, I don't mind coming back to like things you were talking about before, but like to ham fist stuff together like that, that's totally not my style. So on a totally different note, I'm gonna ask you. What's so special about Taylor ham? It's <laughs> pork roll.
1: What the fuck? Oh. Okay. It's the same thing. So it's the same thing. Honestly, I hate that debate. It's Taylor. People don't understand. Taylor ham is the brand. Pork roll is the product. That says so like Kleenex and facial tissues. More or less. Yes.
0: Okay. So, okay. so th- pork roll. Give me the rundown.
1: Um, I can't describe it, but all I know, it tastes really good on a breakfast sandwich. Uh, it's just literally, it, it, I don't know. I, I think it's just like pork scraps and, and spices. That's it, it, It's, it's kind of like the Scrabble yeah. of New Jersey, but Scrabble is actually trash. So
0: <laughs> yeah, Scrabble. Yeah, that's like the Pennsylvania dish. And it's literally just a block of dog shit. Like A, the Amish made it. And if anyone listened to this program long enough, understands my displeasure for the Amish. Um, and they make this horrible meat, gelatin, loaf, product that they cut and then fry in butter but it doesn't make it any better it's basically human waste and plastic in a fucking loaf that's passing off for food like you're now, better off getting the lunch special at county you know what i'm saying
1: yes but and to that point there's so little pork in it that they have to supplement it with like cornmeal yep, and all that shit and like whatever the fuck they put in sadness and i'm just like man do you actually taste the pork like pork roll is pork like it has the when it's raw it has the consistency of like a kind of bologna yeah i was gonna say it kind of looks like somewhere in between like canadian bacon and bologna exactly like that's the perfect way to describe pork roll but and you and you can taste that there's pork in there now i've heard from multiple accounts that scrabble is terrible i haven't had it myself But comparing it to pork roll, it's like, I wouldn't fuck. I'd rather just keep the pork roll at that point, man. Yeah. Unless you, like, even if you're
0: having a time that, like, you're just really hating yourself and you want to try to find a new way to just self-flagellate your intestines, like, just drink gasoline. It's fine. Like, don't, you don't need Scrapple. It's fucking, it's a horror show. And it bums me out because... I don't know how you feel about your state, but sometimes like I get a little maybe sensitive or whatever when people kind of shit on Pennsylvania. Like I can talk about it. It's, you know, where I live is my fucking state. But what are the people like? Oh, your taxes are high. Your gas sucks. Like, oh, fuck you. Kill yourself.
1: So wait, hold on. I have to ask what part of Pennsylvania are you in? Because you mentioned so that you, you have a lot of drunks in your area of the world, I can only imagine it's the Pittsburgh area, but I could be wrong.
0: So we're actually in Erie, PA. So uh, about two okay. hours north, we're right on
1: the lake. So. Okay, you're on the lakes. I'm yeah. surprised. But, I'm surprised it's not yeah. Pittsburgh with the amount of drunks. Yeah, that you I don't have a
0: stupid accent. I don't say gum band and buggy and yins. And I know how to fucking drive too. That was probably a Pittsburgh driver that clipped that fucking pole
1: coming up here to hang out. Odds are you might be right. But, um, man, when it comes to defending Jersey, there are nice parts of Jersey. Like, where I work, it's the, it's like the shore area. It's like a mix between, like, a boonies, uh, more farm-based area, and then, like, most of the Jersey shore. Yeah. So, so not Newark. No. Newark's a sh- okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else has these issues with their state. New Jersey, I think, is the only state that I can come up with that has three separate hoods on each part of the state. You have Newark, which is the north. Which, yeah, it's a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> you have Trenton, which is also a shithole, which also happens to be the made the most the biggest city, which is yeah, right is by closest to the
0: state capital.
1: Yes, it is an absolute shithole. Yeah. Trenton it's, is like is like Philadelphia, but
0: it doesn't have any cool shit. It's just heroin.
1: Yeah, heroin. Um, probably gang violence, the whole nine yards. I hate going through Fuck Trenton. No. <laughs> and then and then you have which is probably the worst of the three, in my opinion, Camden. Mm. Camden, New Jersey is this fucking shithole. Now, let me tell you a story about Camden. Last year, around this time, myself and my 69 whiskey co-host, Eric, went to a concert free of charge, might I add. Um, we got in through we a friend of ours. It was called the MMRBQ. Now, um, if you know, if you listen to radio, uh 93.3 MMR runs this concert event once a year it's supposed to be a big thing it was a great show but it's in the middle of fucking camden the i forgot the name of the fucking it's had so many names i forgot what name it's on now but the the concert venue that they are in is in the middle of a shithole like the only other redeeming quality is the new jersey which is right next to it the battleship new jersey i should say okay so we are walking through in the day, and I'm, I'm I'm white as fuck, I'm pale as shit if the People who are going to see this on video See my complexion and know that I do, would not fare, like, much- god damn, he does have a lot of tiki torches Holy shit <laughs> So, I I'm like, I'm kind of like looking over my shoulder Every couple of seconds, like, damn, is there any Motherfuckers looking at us? You know, I'm, I'm like that Sort of paranoid when I go into the hood Now, I'll take your shoes Exactly, um, so at the end of the Concert, Eric's, Eric's hurting he has a massive migraine. The man looks like he's about to puke at any moment in time. Now, he is not drunk. He's not drunk. He's just, like, it's severely hot. ill. It was also hot as shit that day, so probably heat stroke. So now I have to protect my buddy while walking back, trying to re- recount our steps – or not recount our steps, but refocus where our steps were to go back to the parking area that's literally, like, a quarter, if not almost half a mile away from the venue yep. itself because, for some reason – that fucking road that we were driving on was blocked off, and that was the only parking spot we could get. Was that little parking area? So that was um a very interesting. It was, a fun, time. No, it was yeah. a fun time. No, yeah. So <laughs> any any Eric says I I never do anything for him, I just want him to remember that day that I risked having to remember almost, that shit, Eric. Yeah, remember that shit. Of you you almost died, and I almost died trying to save you. So. No one ever no one will ever say I'm a friend. Got shanked in my asshole. It's horrible. <laughs> Fuck him, so man. someone off someone offered me a crack pipe on the way back. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. But no. Nah, tr- New mean, Jersey you know. New Jersey has fucking three separate hoods in literally every part of the state. I've never seen anything like it. It's insane. But yeah. No, I I
0: i kind of like PA's weird in a lot of regards because like you yeah, where we are western part of the state like you have us and pittsburgh just kind of being an actual city and then you go to the eastern part of the state and you have philadelphia and like scranton basically on the eastern half and then it's just inbred fucks in the middle it is a hundred percent mississippi hill country like don't stop your car because you're gonna have something bad happen probably to your butthole like it's not not cool it's all bummer outside like I don't know state college but that's about it that's about it but I think that's for like every I've traveled enough and I think every state has that like you have your cool parts and then you have just your like don't fucking go here that's just a bunch of shitty shitty buttholes
1: I will also make the argument that Philly is also a shithole, just to be clear. Philly is a dirty city, but
0: there's a lot of cool shit to do there. It's like, it's the same with like DC, like DC is a dirty city, Baltimore, dirty city, but there's shit to do there. Like there's reasons to go to, you know, Philadelphia, Chicago, even Detroit but you gotta just kind of be careful where you're going. I mean, the that, same that's with a good like point. New York City, like you know, I don't think anyone would say like, oh, you know, like New York City is a safe place to live. It's like, eh, uh, no, it's not. But there's no. shit to do there, so
1: yeah, there's enough shit to do where you can like know where to walk and where not to walk. Like, really, the only reason I ever have to visit New York City anymore is the uh, the auto show, a Rangers or Knicks game. Or a Yankees game, nothing else tickles my fancy. I have no reason to go to New York. I don't care so, what fancy restaurant a, is there,
0: or what. Yeah, are you a Yankees fan? Yes, I am. What's up with uh? What's up with Booney? There, he get <laughs> he can't stay on the field. <laughs> he, he can't lead that team. I have missed suspended, my, like
1: four games or something. He, yeah, he's been suspended. He's been suspended. I didn't even hear about suspension, but I know he's been yeah. thrown out of games significantly he got got
0: kicked out like a bunch in a row i think he just got suspended for four games because he's been kicked out so much honestly
1: here's the thing though boone i don't like i don't (laughs) i don't like the way he he reads the game he's very analytical he doesn't feel the game he he relies too much on the numbers and not like how the game is going sure sure but he will step up for the guys when they're getting fucked over by the umpires
0: yeah which is happening he's, he's, he's a players
1: manager for sure yeah which is happening yeah. a lot this year a lot i think i've i haven't seen this bad umpiring this early in the oh season it's season been it's been atrocious time. it's been so tough. yeah robot umps I need to, to come man they need to come
0: yeah kind of to piggyback that from what we were talking about last time so you kind of, I mean, you're in the field of radio and kind of cut your teeth on a lot of the media. Was sports media something you, like, always wanted to get into, like, you know, working at, like, ESPN or something like that? Is that, like, would that be, like, a long-term goal to get into something like that? Because, I mean, you talk a lot of sports, so I just out of curiosity.
1: No. And I a reason is that uh, that's the short answer. The long answer of it is I don't enjoy analyzing games I don't enjoy okay. analyzing players I don't enjoy oh, analyzing teams I can talk okay. about you know what's going on with them yeah. but when you start crunching into the numbers and this is why this guy's having problems he's averaging this amount of points or whatever or home runs depending on the sport it's just not fun for me yeah. you know it, like all, oh, like all the statistics and all these re- other statistics that have popped up. I think we brought this up on an episode of Bro Migos where it's like there's the statistics. Metrics. Yeah, there's the statistics that you need to pay attention to when it comes to basketball. And then there's all these other statistics that they throw in there that mm-hmm. really don't mean anything in the in the course of how the game goes. But they throw sure. them in there because that's a that's a new thing to do. I don't like that. I don't. I. I I can never be a, a sports commentator, quote unquote. Now, what I would do is do wrestling commentary, as in like professional wrestling, WWE, AW, yeah. things like that. I think I think telling a story while also giving background to what has happened between two or four, however many people are involved in a match, is much more interesting to me than t- saying how much how many points. This player has averaged over the right. last two or three games of a series in the playoffs or something, you know. Yeah,
0: especially for wrestling commentary because, like, I'm a big you know pro wrestling fan, and it's you're almost a part of the like shtick too, if that makes sense. Like, I'm just thinking of like Corey Graves, you know, like you have your like face and heel commentary team, but even like the show after the show, there's like there's a still a gamesmanship to it, mm-hmm. but. It's it makes for interesting talk. Like I as far as sports personalities, I think Pat McAfee does a better job than anyone, and he'll talk football, baseball, basketball, pro wrestling, like you name it, and he'll talk some shit about it. And I think that is the way sports media needs to trend to because like that is way more interesting than like you said, just getting behind all the numbers. Like I think shared mine there, you know, it's better yeah. to create some sort of narrative as opposed to just looking purely at analytics.
1: And I think there's an entertainment to it. Like you said, McAfee. McAfee is a perfect example, I mm-hmm. think. he His show, I, when I'm able to catch it, I'm very much entertained by what is happening on the screen when they're talking about a particular subject or interviewing a particular person. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith is like another guy Whereas he's still analytical to an extent, but he's actually entertaining in what he says and what he does. Now, whether or not you agree with his takes is a different story. Yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about like he does a lot of hot takes. Like, I mean, they're just
0: some hot, hot takes, like mm-hmm. even a Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Like, no. they just do some out of pocket takes. And it's like, yo, you got to chill with that shit.
1: Now, Skip Bayless is, and I'm on board with the idea that Skip Bayless is a fucking idiot, but what I will say is when he and Shannon Sharp talk about, like, serious issues that are happening in the league, for instance, the John Morant situation, which I referenced a lot on a recent episode of Bromigos. Yeah, bro, how
0: about that? Like, I mean, talk
1: about an implosion of a career there. Oh, my God. Career suicide is what I would call it. Um, But the way they talk about subjects like that is much more engaging for me than th- them arguing over a player or something like, Oh, is LeBron yeah. going to retire this year? I think he should, because MJ is better going to yeah. skip Bayless's argument. It's like, skip, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? LeBron, <laughs> LeBron passed the league the lead points, uh, leader in this year, thing like yeah. that. Like, and then, you know, they'll have an argument about it for entertainment purposes on TV, but it's like, it's not really engaging. It's just two guys fucking right. arguing over something. Yeah. Whereas, if it's the john morant situation they'll like sit down they'll be really serious about it and then they'll uh and then they'll sh- share their points of view of on it and then they'll yeah. like interact with their each of their own points of view with the other and you know it, it makes for interesting content to watch but um when it's just hot takes and shit uh, i don't give a fuck i don't give a yeah. fuck like, John Morant is, like... Could you imagine if
0: there were cell phones when, like, Dennis Rodman was in the league? <laughs> like, <laughs> that
1: would, that Dennis would, Rodman would not be...
0: He wouldn't even, be in the league. He wouldn't not even be close. in the league
1: anymore. Yeah. Like, no way.
0: No fucking way. Like some, like, some of the John Morant stuff reminds me, like... Do you remember when Pac-Man Jones was getting into all that trouble for, like... Bring guns to strip clubs and shit like that. Like I don't like think I remember seven, this. Seven, eight this? years ago. And oh, I don't like, definitely remember that. I don't remember yeah, that like at all. Pac-Man Jones. For those of you that have never heard of Adam Pac-Man Jones, he was actually recently on uh Mac show. And uh, dude's pretty wild and he he enjoys his um his Second Amendment rights and also um adult dancers and and alcoholic beverage imbibements so typically when you like mix all those things together you can have uh an interesting time and it, he's an interesting character anyway but i kind of just seeing some of the john Morant stuff it's like bro like your pr team has to be just shitting their pants on a round the clock basis like that's so bad such a bad look
1: awful and you think you would learn from the first time yeah right yeah
0: the first time like hey maybe don't show a gun like fucking on ig live and he's like you know what i'm gonna do again i'm actually gonna double down on that and uh do it in a car also on ig live
1: another point i made on bromigos um he was only at he was apparently in a rehab center for like what a week and a half if that i'm of the opinion yeah i am of the opinion that he never went because there oh, is I no mean- record of where he went, yeah. what they did to him, things of that nature. Now, granted, that could be also private information. I'm not putting it past that. However, a real rehab takes weeks. Yeah. Like two months at most sure. to get your mind right. Sure. You don't just unfuck your behavior in a yeah. two-week two span, less than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I agree. And like, sometimes there are these like celebrity rehabs that it's basically just a vacation that, you know, that you pay money, go to, and you can just kind of say that you went to it, which, you know, I guess, I don't know if you got the money to do it, who am I to tell you how to live your life? But, you know, just from a practical standpoint, like maybe don't show any more guns, like just, just get, get rid of them, you know, like, take them out of your house you know give them to friends i don't know don't give them to friends actually no that's,
1: that's super bad yeah agent. that's also I'm, illegal i out, think
0: my, my atf agent is you
1: call my phone right now like, hey, <laughs> now your pr team's about to be shitting pricks <laughs> like, ah, <fuck." laughs> oh shit <laughs> what, what did jake say again what did jake say now
0: Give away guns.
1: <laughs> fuck if, only, God, if only dingus was here why isn't dingus here to put him in check yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, it's fine oh, to give away the guns, but only if they're black. Like, no, don't say that <laughs> either. so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, so my God. Uh, but uh, so you brought up your more recent show, Bro Bromigo. So just out of curiosity, we talked a little bit about this last time, but what kind of brought you guys together to do, you know, I guess the conglomerate talk show, whatever podcast that it is. So what kind of brought you guys together and... What's your I don't know, like I'm trying to think the best way to put this your modus operandi for how you run the show, you
1: know that makes sense. So the long story short is in 2022 from March to May, we all attended you know a, a class. We had no we have never met each other before, but we all attended a class. It called uh, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, called the Connecticut School of Broadcasting or CSB Media Arts Center, things like that. Where we learned, where I, reason I went there was to broaden my broaden my portfolio and learn some new tricks when it came to broadcasting, you know, TV, yeah. radio, audio editing, podcasting, th- things of that nature. Now, um, over that time, myself, Mike, Panama Red, Dante, Daint Money, and Hoochie Man Hunter all became good friends. And we worked on projects a lot with each other. And we were just like, man, let's just make this a thing and see what happens. And we had an idea of what we wanted to cover. And the show has had the show is coming up on its one year anniversary. I think so. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm not mistaken. I mean, I forgot when we posted the first episode, but I will find that out. Technically speaking, the first official recording of the show was, uh, what was it, uh, four twenty last year, which is funny, but um, you know, it was it's a good show, man. Like it, it, it's it's hard for me. It's I found it a little bit more difficult to market. I think the content is there, and I think you had the great compliment for me last week in regards to the show that you actually enjoy listening to it more than 69 oh, sure. whiskey, and I do appreciate yeah. that, um, because uh it's just it's it's a great show i think the topics are great i think the discussions from different backgrounds of the point of and points of view are great it's not an echo chamber like a lot of podcasts that tackle these subjects are um it's just a hard it's just a hard show to market to a niche because it's just a broader spectrum of things
0: well yeah i guess it's a follow-up of that what is the like a lot of podcast marketing has to do right wrong or indifferently with the category that you're put in so i would say for bromigos like what if you had to sum it up would be the category because that is an interesting point
1: i when i put the categories on there because on i use Buzzsprout as a hosting site so you can put up to three on there one of them was society and culture which I think is a, yeah. that was the first one. That's probably like the broadest of the broad, but it mm-hmm. sums up what we are perfectly. And then comedy was the next one under that, like comedy interviews or comedy in general. Sure. I forgot which one it was, yeah. but cuz the show was hysterical. We have times yeah. where it's funny shit happens on the show. I forgot what the third one was. Maybe it's just it was sports related um cuz yeah. there is a decent amount of sports talked about on the show itself. But society and culture is definitely the main one of right. the two right of the three yeah and i
0: and it's kind of interesting sometimes that intersection because when you're looking at a lot of society and culture podcasts they tend to be pretty kind of like a morose serious take it's a lot of serious issues which you guys do talk about serious issues but i do think like there is a there's a definitely a banter element to it and that can be you know Maybe like it's I I, personally, I think it's the good part of it, because when you're talking about serious things, if you can joke about it, then you can have a conversation about it. I'm of the opinion if you can joke about something, then you're at least talking about something. Sometimes I think people get too serious about serious shit and then the message is lost. Does that make sense?
1: No, I agree. And one of the things that we have talked about on the show as we've constantly tried to adjust it to and fine tune it um is that we're not the news yeah we 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 broadcast topics within the news but we are not the news right and i think once shows determine that is where i think they can start having more fun with it in my honest opinion sure yeah that's like even
0: for this show it started out being more just of a comedic endeavor, but then over the past like year and change at this point, year and a half really um, switched over a lot to the comedy interview format. And honestly, I personally like that a lot better. I like the, because when you're interviewing, like we're talking about like, you know, things related to podcasting and, you know, goals or just the function just understanding the process I have lots of different you know people that come on here I don't really you know pick like just podcasters or just comedians you know like if someone wants to talk about something and you got something you want to put out there I'm gonna fucking talk to you but it's not like I'm just cracking jokes the whole time it's there's a conversation and then if I can squeak a you know a rib in there I'm a hundred percent gonna do it but that's just that's a me thing you know i i I do that more or less for me but i think it resonates a lot with listeners because if nothing else like in between
1: all the jokes you're still gonna get a good conversation in my opinion no that's a fair point i mean it's also when it comes to just talking about the show and sharing and marketing on social media i hate podcast twitter there are, people, there are members within podcast twitter that it, I like it and is a toxic toxic space sometimes i wouldn't even say toxic i don't know if i, I have i've experienced or not experienced but i have witnessed toxicity yeah i have not like, really fortunately
0: i've had a lot of good positive interactions in the twitter space but i've seen just some yucky shit go down And I'm like hey I'm glad I'm not a part of that okay? Yeah
1: no it's like cool to like Eat the popcorn as it's happening sort of yeah. thing But it's just The idea of podcast twitter Where it's like you you can have Hypothetically speaking 2500 followers on twitter That's a pretty big sure. number for a small yeah. Podcast or whatever The problem is there, There's at least 75% of them That are just podcasters right. And they don't listen to your show Mm -hmm. they'll they just follow you because hey that's another podcast i'm gonna go follow i made it i made it a mission not a mission but a duty of mine at the turn of the new year or early before the new year even became a thing where i'm not going to follow any more shows on twitter because a they're not most of them are probably not going to last the five seven to ten episodes that's just (laughs) a statistic of of staying a show
0: is that what it is like you would probably a better read on it than i would but like i mean i've seen so like i've had shows on and like i'll talk like i said i'll talk with whoever about whatever and like oh yeah i got my show it's coming back and doing this and like never fucking happens Mm -hmm. like i feel like in a weird way what like I feel like one of the last of the diehards, you know, it's like, God damn, like all y'all fell off.
1: Listen, the fact that 69 Whiskey was a show that started in October of the pandemic 2020 and has hit a hundred episodes about a month or two ago. Now, yeah, a pandemic podcast reaching a hundred episodes. That's like an anomaly. Sure. Sure. That's an anomaly. And then Bromigos is going to, is going to, I think we're going to be doing the 40th episode, I think, this week. And how that show has survived all the issues it's had is uh, beyond me. But um, yeah. it's... Well, a lot of it is just like,
0: honestly, it's just doing the damn thing, you know? Yeah, it's really like, what it is. I, I talked with um, with Gnome from Dads on Daycool. Shout out, Dads on Daycool. Awesome Love those guys. guys. But we're talking about even when you're not getting the listens you want and there's not like the engagement or whatever, or you're getting rejected for, you know, advertisements, shit like that. It's like, just keep putting out an episode, just like whatever it is every week, every other week, whatever you got going on, just keep putting it out. And then eventually like it's going to hit just by nature of you being there and being around at some point, it's going to hit. don't know whatever, how big it's going to hit, how long that's going to last, but law of averages it's going to hit at some point
1: yeah no i agree 69 whiskey had an instance with that where in october of last year we were interviewed a uh, a porn star named sophie marie and uh shout out to porn stash podcast for getting us that guest too. shout out to porn stash podcast. i love those guys jay and big you, c guys. i haven't met the new member that they have yet but uh yes, jay and big c are my boys they know that oh yeah um I've I've been supporting them since they got into the space. Yeah. So that's, yeah, fucking that's a great that like that's a great show. And I've been
0: seeing like they've been having yeah. so many actresses on. It's like oh yeah. Like, like dog, you
1: killed. Like you're you're it now. You're in. Yeah, they're in. Now they got us that guest. The show, the episode was great. I posted some stuff on TikTok of Sophie Marie was talking about how she had a 30 guy gangbang, right? Yeah. And I put it on TikTok. And how the fuck it's still on TikTok is beyond me. <laughs> she, we're talking about all these fucking crazy things that happened in this gangbang. And all of a sudden, within like a day, it goes up to like 10,000, 20, 30, 40, 50, and You're so like, on. <laughs> and I'm like, this is picking up steam. And it, I think it capped out at about like 150 some odd thousand v- views on yeah. TikTok, which we have never hit before and haven't hit sure. since. And it was insane. And the episode has done quite well. The um, what's the word I'm looking for? There was a, a string of like very positive downloads, very positive views yeah. on posts, interactions on social media that lasted for a good month or so. And then oh, it nice. fizzled out uh, naturally it fizzled yeah, out. Sure. But it was not, it was a nice high when it lasted. And then we hit another high when we got nominated for AVN for this year's AVN awards. For yeah. the, they just introduced the podcast category, and we were a part of some very big names, and I'm I'm we didn't win, but it was nice to be nominated. Yeah, it's nice. That, I mean, shit, like show up, you know. <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. Right? Now, I mean, all respect to the podcast that won. I think it was Plug Talk, which is Lena the Plug Show. Um, they won. Yeah, but I, if it was any show, I didn't want to win. It was um, the, it was Pornhub's podcast. Because uh-huh. they have a podcast I listen to, and you know Asa Akira does a decent job on the show. The problem is, is like I can't fathom a show that's so inconsistent winning that category. Yeah, it would only be for brand recognition. That's right. what I had a yeah. problem with. I will talk about this publicly. I don't give a fuck. Like Pornhub has has had a multitude of different issues over the course of the last five years or so. But um, but I, <laughs> yeah. I I'll be fucking damned if I'm gonna lose to a show. That A is like the most inconsistent show ever. And B, like st- a lot of the audio quality kind of sucks at times. It, it, the the conversations are kind of mind-numbing, like they're just that yeah. stupid at times. Like Asa will go off on some sort of weird fucking tangent. I like her. I'm a fan of her work, but it's like as a podcast host and interviewer, her like her
0: body she- of work.
1: Yeah, her body of work, exactly. That body of work is the podcasting end. Is not great. It was much better in the beginning of the show. Yeah. But it's fizzled. It's it's not great. I, yeah, I would it, have been really pissed if I lost the Pornhub's podcast.
0: Sure. And I think depending how you do it, talking about the industry can either be really enlightening interesting and engaging or it's just kind of falls flat and I really think that just depends who's doing the talking if that makes sense
1: Mm -hmm. that's true like for instance at the beginning of the show there was a whole lot of like industry legends that she was interviewing and big industry stars and those conversations were really good And then like over time, Pornhub started getting into like some artsy fartsy bullshit with like they were doing galleries in New York or something. And then she's interviewing all these art people. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are boring. They don't like they're so fucking boring. Like, I don't give a shit about your art because I don't care. It's like
0: I just watched like a five on one anal gangbang. Don't need to be at the Met Gala.
1: There is. Yeah, exactly. Something's
0: lost in translation there.
1: And then she would have like her. She would interview her husband. And literally half of the episodes, him is her complaining that she won't peg, that he won't let her peg him. When the guy has clearly displayed, and we're all about limits on 69 Whiskey. So he's clearly shown a limit. Like, hey, this is not something I'm interested in doing. And I'm not comfortable with it, but she will just keep pushing and pushing. And her reasons for it were so... Exactly. Ah. No, you know what it was? She wanted to fucking fuck him in the ass because she carried his child like i should fuck you in the ass because you i because i gave you a son
0: i mean okay but n- no that's
1: yeah fine. exactly i was like that's when the show took like a fucking like jump the shark moment for me i'm just like
0: you like right of-
1: anyway <laughs> yeah like since then i haven't really since then the show i, I don't think has recovered as well it's it's it, it 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 goes off for like 3 months and then they'll do an episode and the episode could be actually be pretty decent and then they'll wait like another four weeks five weeks and then they'll release another episode i'm just like no one cares like how do you fucking at that point who gives a shit right yeah i mean you're just gonna have a lot of i don't know like
0: diehards or bots basically at that point you know so many bots in the podcast space so little time many organic downloads
1: Oh, yeah, many organic downloads uh, I promote on Apple and YouTube and Spotify. Um, please, if you'd like to reach out to me, um, I just.
0: <sighs> Those are always you ever wonder if somewhere out there, there actually is like a Nigerian prince that is just wanting to give away his money and no one's taking it. You know, he's like, I have all of this money and I don't know where to go. There's a part of me that probably believes it, but yeah. Like, like one of
1: these promoters is like,
0: maybe they're actually legit, but I, I'm not rolling the dice on it. Like, it's not, not worth it to me.
1: Yeah. I love the Instagram ones that I get. It's like, uh, they'll have a females, a females or just bots in general. They'll have a females picture on the profile. And then their name is like James underscore Dean underscore 86. And I'm like, you're like, right. (laughs) Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what my favorites are when it comes to bots? Porn star bots. Especially when yeah. it ends even better when I know who they are. I'm just like, I'll, I'll get it on dating apps. I'll get it on, uh, what's it called? I'll get it on Instagram. It's like uh, uh, Maddie K, 6969, uh, requested to follow you on Instagram. I'll cl- click on the photo. It's like uh, fucking Natasha Nice or something. Yeah. That's a popular one. <laughs> and you're one. like,
0: hey, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a hey, minute. That's not real yeah right it, it's ridiculous <laughs> um i guess since we're talking about it do you, you have to have a porn bucket list like it, do, do you have who's the who's the white whale for you
1: define white whale i've never heard that like term.
0: like you know captain ahab movie dick like who's the one that you're like if i could take one down <sighs> that's who it'd be you can do top three or Mount Rushmore, whatever. Okay,
1: I'll, I'll do a Mount Rushmore because this that'll be a really hard question just to pick one.
0: <laughs> I can't narrow it down.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Alexi Bell is one of, is up there. Okay. Angela White, who in my opinion is the perfect woman for me, anyway, as far as as far as like perfect b- woman. body go- type goes, perfect woman for me. Um, Natasha Nice also up there. Oh God. This is a tough one for that last one. You can only have one more. She's not in porn anymore but Layla London.
0: Okay. You just kind of just run the gamut there.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I think it's I think I have a wide range. I have, like the thick milf-esque ladies, then I have like the the skinnier in their 30s, "quote unquote" milfs that could be in sure. there. And then uh, Layla London who was, you know, really popular in like 2015-2016. And then hasn't done anything since. And it's kind of a bummer because she was fucking gorgeous. But yeah, uh, it's kind
0: of when you're looking at the industry, it's interesting to see like sometimes the career life of some of the actresses, because you think like they're in it for a long time. But in reality, it's like some are for a while, but others it's like it's not like porn careers are like years and years long. It's like, you're like an NFL running back. As far as that goes. I mean, like
1: you're putting some miles on. I think the app, av- if I I heard a statistic, I think the average porn career is less than a year. Yeah.
0: That had to be, it had to be like eight months. I think is the actual number, but I could be wrong for sure. Like, and I think it's most notable, like as far as a prominent popular example would be Mia Khalifa. and how popular she's been in all of you know the adult industry space but she only had like what it was like three six months it wasn't a long it wasn't
1: and she has absolutely shit on the industry like over the last couple of years and i honestly i would love to get a a popular or well-known porn star on 69 whiskey and just get their opinions on something like that like here's someone that had a cup of coffee in the big time, as to quote mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. And uh coffee in the big time. Cream rises to the top. Yeah. I am the cream of the crop. Ooh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Um dig it. Um, but yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, what was it? So I, I just want to know what their opinion is. Cause like here's someone that has a really prominent name that has been in the industry. And I'm not saying that I'm not discrediting Mia and her experience because I heard she went through a lot of abuse, quote unquote, you know, or not even quote unquote. Like I heard it was a straight up abuse that she had suffered. Yeah. And I think because of that, I think she has more of a problem with mainstream porn Mm -hmm. than say self-produced content. Sure. Yeah. And I think some of it
0: is like a production company, but when you're looking, once you cross the bounds of, conventional entertainment then you're you get into these i don't want to call them moral gray areas but it is kind of a moral gray area like right wrong or indifferently pornography is a moral gray area it's the same with like you know being a you know exotic dancer or even you know even if you're looking at like comics like there's big mainstream comics who have big specials and you see them all the time but if you go to an actual comedy show like if you're going you know to the improv store or whatever you're gonna see some edgy shit for sure it's not you know for broad spectrum consumption and i think for or like even music you know like you're gonna start falling outside these mass intake norms for whatever type of entertainment you're doing and there's Some good with that, but there's a lot of shady shit with that too. And I think, like, to your point, it would be interesting to see, you know, the other side of that coin because I think a lot of documentary media focuses on the exploitive, like, it does of the industry. Um, okay, like, even for uh, like uh, to flip flop to another interest, if you're talking like indie wrestling too, like, you want to talk about shitty promoters, like, if you're on the indie scene, like. I mean, that's like, if you're not WWE, AEW, you know, ring of Honor or anything like that, you're getting into these local promotions. Like you're getting fucked your over, ass money, you know? Yeah. Right. So,
1: the, yeah. the 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 funniest thing about it. And back to me of Khalifa is like, she's tried so hard to rebrand herself now. And like, there was, was a fucking luck. Yeah. Was there was a, luck.
0: there was a whole article. That Same I, with Bonnie rotten too. Like she's got like all right-wing political. And I'm like, I saw it really? fall Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you know, she's like MAGA, you know, let's go Brandon. Like, that's so
1: weird. Cause porn stars are like the most liberal people ever. Yeah. Like straight up. That, saying, that's a really like, weird that someone else falls on the other side sure. of it. I've never heard of that before. Honestly. Right,
0: like honestly, once I've seen your asshole fall out of your body, your opinion doesn't count at
1: that yeah, point. Exactly.
0: Like, there's like whatever you could have some really poignant piece of advice. But if I saw your little fleshy red donut there, like, hey man, like you can't, you really can't tell me nothing.
1: Exactly. So, so like when there was a whole article that came like a year or so ago, it's like, oh, you have you have to respect my rebrand. I'm like, bitch, I've seen you take two black cops Come on. Like, yeah, do I? Please, do I? Yeah,
0: not. Yeah. I don't think that's a a requirement.
1: Yeah. No. Exactly. (laughs) And 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 since then I haven't heard any sort of rebrand that she has done. That was like the last that was the first yeah. and last I've heard of it. Anyhow, um uh, <laughs> off that topic. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm I'm gonna
0: rebrand into even sluttier shit. Uh-oh. Um so speaking
1: of wrestling, did you watch Night of Champions? I haven't seen it yet. I missed it. I was at work. Um I heard there was some crazy shit that happened. I don't want to spoil it right. for anybody yet, but uh, yeah. if you haven't seen it for some reason, but I won't spoil it. I have it already kind of spoiled for me, but I haven't watched the clips of what has happened. So that will yeah. kind of be where that goes with for me. But as far as, um, and then was it, there's a bunch of wrestling this weekend. There was night of champions yesterday. I think there, NXT battleground is today. NXT battleground is tonight and a W double or nothing. So there's oh, like okay. three big yeah. shows happening in one weekend, which hasn't happened in a long time. Sure, sure.
0: Like nerdy wrestling talk. What is your thought of the WWE partnership with Saudi Arabia? Out of curiosity.
1: I'm not the biggest fan of it because we know we're all, we know why Vince took that kind of money. Um, yeah. However, I don't think, I think the shows are meant for the most casual of casual fans. Right. It's 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 yeah. a show meant to and I'm not here to discredit anybody that lives in the Middle East but I don't know if the Middle East f- follows wrestling like we do here in the States. Right. Which is why right. there's a lot of nostalgia based matches when they go mm-hmm. to Saudi or when they do anything involving like India things of that yeah. nature. They're yeah. not like the most they're, they're not like the, the I don't want to say Marks, but they're not like the hardcore fan base. They're like the most casual.
0: No, totally. And I think like the big thing too, like for Night of Champions, like really, I don't know, kind of crossing the nerdy slash political spectrum here, Sami Zayn going to
1: Saudi Arabia. Now that shocked me. I thought yeah. he would never go,
0: but I think. Oh yeah, I thought I thought they would have arrested him, killed. I mean, like, you know, the Saudis have a lot of money, but they are not. I don't know, super tolerant, if that makes any sense.
1: So surprisingly, when I was I watched the, Sammy had seemed like he had a really good experience in Saudi in Saudi because um yeah. he went to what was it the fucking he went to Mecca, you know how fuck yeah. people fucking wait their whole lives to scrub up enough money to make a pilgrimage to fucking there. Sure. This guy is literally just going to Mecca, going to that mosque, and he's like, I'm like, I was happy for him because like. Honestly, I could. Comp- there are times where I completely forget Sami Zayn is a Muslim. Yeah, and I saw a clip online where he starts speaking Arabic in the middle of his entrance. Yeah, uh, or they were doing the introduction. He's speaking Arabic. He's like, and I the translation loosely was, um, "If we're gonna be in an Arabic country, we're gonna do this in Arabic." And people were like really behind that. Like he was like yeah. really liked for that whole thing because it's like it's something people those people could relate to. Yeah. You know? So that was cool for him. And even Mustafa Ali, who's been to Saudi, I think, a few times now. Yeah, but uh, it's good for them, man. Really, really good for them. They get to represent Uh, their people.
0: Yeah, it's like, I kind of, there's a part of me that hopes, I don't think it'll happen, but there's a part of me that hopes Saudi Arabia will go the way Dubai has gone and the Emirates and be, like, this really like, you can have a religious fundamental base but still be like open and accepting
1: of people coming there that makes sense i'm surprised they haven't done anything in dubai honestly with with all due respect to saudi arabia i if if i was taking money if if Vince, if vince was getting offers from dubai i would take fucking dubai over saudi any day
0: yeah sure like numbers wise you're gonna do a lot more in saudi arabia saudi arabia is a big populous country but that is true you know the emirates have so much money i just saw a thing and it was just like an article i was just like going through news like in dubai they're planning on building a resort that's a 900 foot replica of the moon and they're gonna have like a theme park and shit in there i'm like what are you what are you doing with your life that you're putting the moon
1: on earth You know what? They have the money to do it. So why even question it? Yeah, they got so much like
0: it's inconceivable how much money between the Emirates and Saudi
1: Arabia there is like it's an inconceivable amount of money. Like now, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, they give all the money to say the US not saying they ever would, but they give us all their money combined Emirates and Saudi. Yeah. And they give it to they give a certain amount to each and every single person within the United States. I think we'd easily have like 5 million dollars each.
0: Oh, for sure. Maybe for more, sure. maybe more, yeah. but
1: it's easily 5 million dollars a person at that point.
0: Yeah. From what I've heard as far as like as because the thing is with the Saudis, since they are royals, they do not have to show all of their assets. So you So they might like, have more money. <laughs> oh, like conservative estimates has like the Saudi Royal family being like multi trillionaires, like just really an inconceivable, amount. like they can, I mean, buy whatever they want. Like it's literally no cost to them whatsoever. That's the I same wish with I like was the, them. the crown prince of Dubai. It's like probably a trillionaire. I wish I was them. I really do. Sure. I mean, I think, I think anyone would well, and anyone who says that they wouldn't like, I don't know. I wouldn't know if I would want all that money. It's like, eh, eh, okay. you would want all
1: that money. Yeah, you're sure. Bu- of course you would. Uh, of course. Anybody so. that says they wouldn't take that amount of money is a, fu- is a fucking liar. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Cause here's the thing. Think about it like this, from this perspective, say you're dirt poor and you, you somehow inherit all that money and you, you now have an opportunity to make a better life for yourself. And if you have a family that's, that's with you, you can also okay. set up your kids. If you have kids for generational wealth beyond their wildest dreams yeah you can pay for school you can buy yourself a fucking house you could do yeah. whatever the fuck you want man you can now how it changes the ego of a person and how it changes the personality is a different story but as far as setting their family up for success I, it, it you wouldn't even be able to spend all that money in a lifetime
0: yeah, and it's I think like you bring up a good point. Like people say, "Oh, I don't know what I'd do with that money." It's like you've never been poor. Then, like there's times I've wanted twenty bucks. You know, <laughs> like like I I got put gas. I, I, I put five on my tank before, bro. Like it's like this real I, life
1: out here. I I fill up my tank, especially in this fucking gas economy. I fill up my tank, and like a little b- part of my soul leaves my body every time. Yeah, it's bad.
0: It's like, well, do you fill it up, or does some you know little person come out
1: and? fill your tank for you most of the time the, most of the time the person does it for me unless i'm in a rush <laughs> and most of the I time i'm not in a rush
0: that is the i don't know why i find that so comical about your state is that like they don't want you pumping your own gas <laughs> it's like really like there's needles everywhere like you sure <laughs>
1: I listen. Anyone who says pumping their own gas or who says having someone else pump your gas is lame is is a moron. You don't have to do anything. You could yeah. literally, honestly, it's good because it creates jobs. People don't understand that the job aspect of it. They
0: it's like one of organizations,
1: those- <laughs> organizations like Wawa and Quick Check and whatever else is in the area could afford to pay people to pump your gas.
0: So, out of curiosity, you guys have Wawa. Do you have sheets too?
1: No, Well, I've never seen a sheets in New Jersey, and maybe it could be up north somewhere, but I yeah. never personally. Because that's
0: have that's the big battle here is sheets versus Wawa. Now, so Wawa and Quick
1: Check is us.
0: Yeah, um, sheets dunks on Wawa. Like Wawa's fine, but sheets literally
1: shits all over them. I just had a conversation about this with a coworker yes uh, yesterday. I think for gas station food, Wawa and Quick Check are okay for what they are. Yeah. However, where Quick Check wins is the customization options for your food. Wawa's customization options for anything on their menu is fucking shit. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah that
0: would be like the. I guess comparison here would be like sheets or get go through giant eagle grocery stores and sheets has so like, I mean like bro, you got to find a sheets and go to it like just to experience it. And then you i would well, like, have to go to what? Pennsylvania for that. Yeah. Like I'm sure. Tr- yeah. Like you, you could probably, I'm sure there's sheets in what well, I'm trying to think where it'd be like probably Scranton or Wilkes bar would have sheets. Um, but, like, anytime, like, if I go down to like Harrisburg or like Philadelphia or going down into Maryland, like, it's all Wawa's in there. And it's oh, like yeah. Wawa. Wawa's
1: Hi. completely taken over that part of the state, I think.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, Sheets just shits on them. Like, it's really not even close. So, why not is Sheets so much
1: close. better? Explain. I'd like to know why. Cause Wawa is the end all be all as far as where I'm at. Like, sheets is a
0: place that i will go to just get a meal because i want their food more so like they make better mexican food than mexican restaurants here really yeah
1: that's a shot here
0: they got like steak burritos slap they got mini tacos so fucking good like even just god yeah like oh man, I, I will like they do they got the quesarito so it's like tortilla cheese tortilla warm it up put all the bullshit you want in there like and in like tater tots fucking pickled jalapenos like you name it it can go in there and i'm like, really glad you big... said
1: quesarito because i heard a month ago that uh Taco Bell finally canceled it, and I'm not really happy about it. So <laughs> oh, I'm
0: not not jazzed about that. Oh yeah, Quesarito like that's god tier right there.
1: I they literally that. got rid of one of the only burritos I liked on their menu. Yeah, I'm fucking livid about it.
0: Oh yeah, I mean like so where I live at, it's like there's a Taco Bell, and then like four blocks down there's a Sheets. I don't even stop at Taco Bell. I don't I don't about blame you. Bell, but, Why would you? Yeah. It's like, but there's also like Chipotle and a Moe's too, and I don't fucking stop at them either. I'm like go to Sheets if I want a burrito. It's Sheets, baby.
1: Okay, so hold on a second. Here's a good question then. Hypothetically, Sheets is not an option. Okay, at all. Okay, are you picking Mo's, Chipotle, or what's like another popular burrito fast food spot in your area? Because I know it's different oh, here. Shit. Um, do you, do you guys have Bubakus? No. I'm okay, so we have
0: Moe's Chipotle. I mean, we used to have a Cadoba. I don't think we do anymore. What about Pancheros? Uh, no. Like, honestly, we have a local chain, El Canelo. Like, that's really the one. That's just for, like, Northwest PA. They have, like, I don't know, 10, 12 locations. So, like, it would be one of those three.
1: So, which uh, one would you prefer out of those
0: three? Well...
1: One through wanted, three. Let's it, rank them.
0: Sure. It depends if I want cocaine, then it would be El Canelo. If I, let's say cocaine is not an option, um, I'll fuck with Moe's, be number one. Probably Chipotle and El Canelo. Like, El Canelo is fine, but it's just like real fucking greasy. And I know I'm going to be having mad diarrhea afterward. And I just like Moe's options better than Chipotle, personally.
1: Honestly, I've never had Chipotle. I've never had it.
0: I mean, like you're not missing much like cilantro rice is fine their queso's dog shit um it's one of these like it's the same with starbucks it's like you're just paying extra money to have more like white people around you that's all you're doing it's shopping at target you know like (laughs) like target and walmart have the same shit but if you just want to like buy shit being around more white people in khakis. Like you go to Target. If yeah. You you know want to roll the dice with what you're gonna see Walmart.
1: Oh man, that's a good. That's actually a really good. You're uh, like that's good and it's that's actually that's actually a good good point you just made. I had never thought of it like that until you just said that, and then I realized sure. to myself, I've only ever really been in Walmart's and not a lot of Targets. Yeah. I now understand what he means.
0: You're <laughs> like oh, I got it. Yeah, I'm even like my girlfriend shops at Target and I'm like, it's because you're from Ohio and you're mad white, like mad white, mad, mad. mad white. But are the prices
1: any more expensive, though? I feel
0: Target like they'd be more expensive.
1: Walmart? Yeah, but Target paired the
0: Walmart. Yeah, Targets. Yeah, like same shit, like Targets way more expensive than Walmart. It's like, fucking absurd. Yeah, it's stupid. Like, I don't like she buys groceries from Target. I'm like, you are out of your fucking no, mind. No, no. Out of your fucking
1: mind. Love you to death, but I don't get that at all. That's like going to fucking... What's it called? Uh, It's like going to Whole Foods at that point. You might as well go to Whole Foods if you're going to spend a shit ton of money on groceries.
0: Right. Yeah, Trader Joe's.
1: Or Oh, yeah. Tra- what the fuck is the fascination with Trader Joe's?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I fuck Every... with Aldi, though. Like, I mean, Aldi's the shit.
1: Well, I mean, we have ShopRite, so it's like... And I, and I know yeah, in your same area, same. you also have Giant. Um, or is that... I sl- think what- is that Eastern Pennsylvania? Giant, I think it's Eastern Pennsylvania. I don't know. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, we, we got Giant Eagle. That's okay. Pittsburgh.
0: Um, got it.
1: Okay. But like I go to ShopRite and like that's, you know, obviously yeah. the, given the current state of the economy, the prices are much more. <laughs> sure, than, I go to ShopRite, like. So they're, they're much more than what they used to be, but I can only imagine yeah. what it's like in like a Wegmans which is, like, the other fancy, fast...
0: Like, fuck Wegmans. Fuck Wegmans, bro. Wegmans
1: and Whole Foods have to be the most pretentious fucking grocery stores I've
0: ever seen. Shopping at Wegmans literally makes me want to put a grenade up my ass and pull the pin. Like, it's just so, so many old, pompous white people paying $9 for extra blanched rice. It's like, can we just stop with this fucking charade? Like, I just want my... Eighty-five, fifteen ground beef, and the cheapest white enriched buns, and I'm gonna have a good fucking
1: time, goddamn. Amen. A
0: hey, fucking men.
1: But, but instead sushi of sushi, is pretty good. Okay, fair point. But it's almost like going. Other as, than that, fuck Wegmans. <laughs> yeah, fuck Wegmans. It's like, oh my god, is this organic? It better be organic. I'm on a. I'm on a cleanse. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what. That's what people, people is go, this Do fair trade? That Sound like like.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, coming in with your like brown burlap sack, like it's reusable. You should. Oh get my like- god,
1: I fucking, I swear, to God, I fucking hate the the fucking uh, shopping bag rule that was implemented. I hate it. Oh, it's god. fucking bullshit. Like, like I'm thankful Walmart still
0: has plastic bags, but like I was like because all wait these- your Walmart
1: has plastic bags. We don't
0: have that. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man, that's good. not cool. We're breaking rules here, gang, gang, son. Shit, man. Yeah, I, I get. I double bag everything. I don't give a oh, fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'll kill a turtle right now. <laughs> Just you, say fuck those turtles. Turtle you know, did shit for me.
1: I, th- it's so weird that you guys don't ha- like. You guys have bags, and we don't because um you you would think some about places
0: it. have bags, some places have bags, some places okay. don't. It's either like you you can buy paper bags, um, but a That's lot of stuff don't terrible. have. Oh, paper bags suck. You fuck with paper bags? I don't fuck with paper
1: I bags. mean, I don't know. I never really had paper bags. We always had plastic bags where I was. So, nah, yes, I don't I don't do paper bags. Uh-uh. You don't uh-uh. know what you got until it's gone, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, honestly, though, like it's really weird that you guys still have bags because like New York, New Jersey and Pennsylvania are all like political butt buddies, as I like to say. Yeah. And they'll do if, if Cuomo's doing one thing, Murphy and who's your governor? Who's your governor now? Uh, Shapiro. Shapiro. They'll they'll fucking yeah. do whatever one guy does, you know. They'll just follow. Yeah. They don't really like implement any sort of new uh, sure. policy. So it's like, yeah, oh, oh yeah. No, this, I mean, this guy's doing this. Let's all do it now. Yeah, but even that, it's like, has
0: New York, Pierre, New Jersey ever been like the front runner in putting forth a bill for everything? We just follow like whatever whoever else is doing for the most part.
1: For as much shit as the, all three states like to talk about anything. They really are lacking in that department. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we do talk grade
0: A shit. Like, I mean, name anyone that talks better shit than PA, Jersey, or New York. Like, we talk crazy shit. I'll add like Baltimore in there too, like just from Maryland, because they talk a fucking lot of shit
1: too. I see, I wouldn't have I don't wouldn't have put Maryland in that conversation, but um hell, I mean a New Yorker can make a Californian cry. Oh yeah. Like easy just looking at him. It's like, what the fuck are you looking at, bro? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, uh, shit. So, coming back to the shows. Now, 69 Whiskey's been going on for a while. You got Bromigos going on for a while. I like to ask this to all of the, especially the podcasters I have on. Where do you see, I guess, each of the shows kind of in, I don't know, let's say five years. Like, what's some you know, long-term sort of goals you have, especially, you know, for what you want the shows to be like the vision going forward.
1: I will. I'll start with six and nine whiskey. Um, well, what we kind of are, we, when we had a conversation with our buddy Delvin Cox, he asked us a similar question. He's like, where do you want to take the podcast now that you hit a hundred episodes? And I was yeah. like, I definitely want to take it as like getting more adult film stars on getting more sex educators on. Um, I definitely see more of that and definitely higher profile guests. If we choose to continue the show, I definitely see and because of that, I definitely see the numbers growing and, you know, sponsorships coming in. We already have a sponsorship right now with um with a platform or with a product called Mailhanger, hanger, which <laughs> is a funny product. It's a, uh, you basically are hanging weight from your limp dick and that will help it grow over time. Huh. Do you have one on right now? I do not. I do not have one on right Right now, nor do I own one at this point in time, although not going to lie, it's enticing. We'll have to see. I would just do it for the challenge, like the guest that we had, the owner and the creator of the whole thing. He says he can he can hang 35 pounds from his dick. Right. Which is insane if you really think about it. Now, I was sitting here from like a a, like a weightlifting perspective because I like to go to the gym. I'm like, damn, I want to see how much weight I can do now.
0: (laughs) See how much weight it can hang off my cock.
1: See how much weight. I, I feel guy. like if you put one of
0: those two and a half pound, just the little guys, on your dangly bits, like that's gonna be uncomfortable for sure. Oh,
1: I'm sure, but I think as, but it's a muscle. It's a muscle. It's gonna grow, right?
0: I guess. And get stronger. Or just get like really beefy. You're just gonna have <laughs> this like
1: cannon dick. It's gonna start like fucking
0: growing butt <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just so like, it's gonna be all veiny.
1: So that's like where I see whiskey going. Like definitely higher Ooh. profile guests, definitely more sponsors in that realm. We've kind of done a good job niching that particular show mm-hmm. to where we want it to be. Um, definitely going out to more say events in like yeah. the the sex educator, kink, BDSM space things like that. Um, Bromigos is a little bit tougher to gauge, but I would hope that we can start doing more guests over time because. We've kind of only ever done, for the most part, just the four of us. Right. And um, I would like to have more guests, more and more high profile stuff as time goes on in that five year span. I would definitely want to be on a bigger platform and at least have a machine behind sure. us to show. Like, Let
0: me let me softball this out for Bro Bromigos. I think it would be a really good live show.
1: That's a good point. Uh, That's a a good idea.
0: That's just, just, you know, like if you like I have seen other shows do live shows. And I think Bromios has the chemistry that if you wanted to have, you know, a room or a theater or whatever to put on a show, I think that would be
1: a good one. I fucking wish Um, we do do video, which is. Compared to whiskey, we don't do video for whiskey, but we do do video for Bromigos. And I think that kind of adds another element Mm -hmm. to the show. Um, And, you know, you see our faces, you see the reactions. It's also fantastic to market the show for social media purposes. Um, It's just easier for that on that end of things. Um, Yeah, it's it's really uh, that's kind of where I see that show going in five years. It's kind of weird because one show has been around longer So I kind of know where I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And the other show is still not saying trying to find its legs, but it's still trying to, it's still working towards where we want it to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Galvanizing the vision for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I, I think there's no reason that you can't get there for sure. I think like there's a lot of steam really with both shows kind of going in somewhat different you know venues, but that's the that's the cool thing about doing this is getting to express multiple facets of kind of who you are and like the creative, you know, whatever. Get the creative juices flowing.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with you, and I will say like you know whiskey tested me in the sense where it tested me how to start doing podcasting, whereas sure. Bromigos has kind of tested me in the sense as to how to be a better broadcaster. If that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. Because compared to whiskey, Bromigos, we cover multiple different types of topics and disciplines. So we we have to know what we're talking about. We have to research what we're talking about. We have to go out of our way to look for topics or see topics that pop up on social media feeds and things like that. It's taught me how to be a better broadcaster. And... In quite, and quite, and not that I don't like whiskey, but it's definitely I enjoy the dynamic a little bit more with bromigos because you can only—I think I said this the last time we tried to record too—you can only take so much sex, kink, mm-hmm. BDSM mm-hmm. in one sitting. You know, I—it's yeah. I, interesting to talk about, but there's only so much you can really talk about with the level of experience that. We both have, which is me, slim to none, and Eric can only talk about how much he has. Whereas Mike, you know, he's the older, he's the older brother of us. He's the more well traveled, you know, former army man, uh, traveled around the world, <laughs> well traveled, yeah. You Ooh. know, and then you have me, which is like you know, kind of a knows goes out of his way to learn new things and go into different topics and discussions and debates. Dante's great uh conversationalists and entertainment value and Hoochie Man is what I like to call the dark horse of the four of us because he doesn't get the chance to speak a lot. I mean we're we're working with him on that too. It's like he he he's been doing really well in the sense where he uh if he doesn't really say a whole lot in an episode, he'll say something that is just so fucking ridiculous that'll have <laughs> all of us laugh our asses off. We'll stop talking and we'll just like fucking laugh like God damn you this motherfucker really went there. Like he <laughs> I, I, there was an instance of it that happened recently, and I can't remember it now, but there was an instance that happened recently that was similar to that. And we were just like, Jesus, man, that's wild. Yeah.
0: It's just, yeah, um, that's, yeah, that chemistry, like, it's really, it's so organic and so great. And, like, I think, yeah, you got some awesome shows. So, you know,
1: it's just I, tough to work on both of them, though, because it's like I'm trying to oh, do so sure. much stuff. And it's like, I, I work. Free for the day that I feel like I've put that's how I feel like I've put but I, I know I've put a lot on my plate and I've done that to yeah. myself because I want to be successful in this space mm-hmm. and you don't be successful by doing nothing um, right. however it's i worry for a day where it's like do i have to choose one thing over the other because one's yeah. growing and requires gotta more choose the wife for the kids you know the wife or the kids exactly it's, it's tough it's it's a tough thing to think about and talk about but i for, for right now for as overworked and underpaid as i am and in, in my profession I, I definitely will make time to do both shows when i you know because i have that opportunity right now so i'm going to enjoy it for as long as I can, as much as I can, until I can't do one or either of them anymore. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah. no, And I totally get you there. And, you know, sometimes it's just figuring out the small changes that need to be made in every aspect of our lives, you know, whether it's, you know, as the hobby or professionally or personally or whatever, but, you know, you don't want to be doing you don't want the thing you love to do turn into the thing you have to do you know yeah because it's it's not
1: then it's not fun anymore
0: it's not yeah it's not worth it at at that point so i think always being able to try to find something you know whether it's changing up format new people to talk to you know any there's any number of little changes that can be made to keep things interesting in my opinion so yeah, yeah. i totally get you there for sure. i'm
1: also a massive like over worrier about things so like you mentioned how you know some shows don't hit the way that you think that they should and it's like me who's the active one actively promoting the stuff because that's what my jobs are i'm yeah. producer and social media director more or less it's like damn you see numbers that aren't doing well and it's like What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Exactly. That's the first thing that comes into my mind. It's just like, what did I do wrong? Why didn't I, why didn't this work the way I wanted it to? Like for instance, um, if an episode does well as far as social media goes, but it's not translating to the podcast, what happened? Where was the disconnect? Yeah. You know, did we just make a funny video or did we make an entertaining video or did we entice people to check out? And what? why didn't we entice people to check out the full episode? Sure, sure, sure.
0: But then you just take, three xanax wash it down with some gin and you're like ah I don't yeah shit I, I
1: i really wonder how guys like you, you know who bleach bros are bleach brothers yeah, absolutely uh, okay absolutely. so I, I wonder how fucking bleach brothers do it they have like four fucking shows now they've got oh, yeah they like b-word just released his own show um unfiltered discussions then they have bleach bros and then they have the hateful gnome and then yeah. i think they have one other one on top of that which i think might be a patreon yeah, excuse of no. But yeah, no, it's, it's like, like how do I they know, do all this shit? What is their yeah? Seat? I
0: mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, like that's I, meth. I don't fucking know. Like, I mean, they're Vegas boys, so like they get down. You know, like they get down. Oh get down.
1: man, it's
0: shit, wild now. Yeah, for real, for real. Shout out Jake and B Word though. So, all right, Matt. Well, we are getting to the point that we are going to wrap up this episode. But before you go, for those that have been listening and watching for us for a while now. We like to end every episode with a game. So I have prepared for you now. I'm not sure if this is going to translate. So from what I remember, I believe Mallrats is set in New Jersey, correct?
1: I don't know. I I don't think I've ever seen the movie. (laughs) Okay.
0: So this is kind of a reach on my part, but it was a thing that I saw. I was thinking, all right, Mallrats, New Jersey, but you have malls, right? yeah we have malls sure so i saw this just going through my instagram and i thought what a great thing to do so i have prepared this is an overrated or underrated mall foods list so i have there are nine classic mall stops for all sorts of tasty things that i think for the most part you can only get at malls and i want you to tell me are they overrated or underrated so matt ready to play go for it all right number one is it overrated or underrated annie ann's pretzels
1: i wouldn't even say it's overrated or underrated it's just right it's perfect (laughs) it is it is perfect
0: now, so, are you what's for the your sake of argument, argument? What's your pretzel of choice at Annie Ann's?
1: It's actually the mini pretzel dogs that come in like t- eight or ten in a in a, in a oh, cup.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Or if I can
1: get it, or if I want to be a real fat fuck, I'll try and get a bucket. But most of the time, I don't have time to wait for shit like that. So,
0: uh, yeah, I'm I love just a classic pretzel and cheese, or I like honey mustard too
1: fair fair i mean the cheese that goes perfect with the hot dog pretzels that's for sure it's perfect a little spice
0: yeah i don't know if i've ever actually i've done the pretzel nuggets i don't know if i've ever had the little i know what you're talking about i don't think i've ever had them not that i can recall anyway
1: my mouth's watering right now thinking about it i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) just just asmr just yep (laughs) Mm. so I, i guess for sake of argument we'll go underrated but it's perfect in my opinion. It's not. It's not overrated. It's not underrated. It's it just perfect.
0: Perfect, perfect as it is.
1: Overrated or underrated? Cinnabon. Oh, I don't think I've. I don't think I've really like taken the time to dissect Cinnabon. But... Because you're
0: self-respecting and you've had a Cinnabon probably one time in your life, and you're like, "Well, that's enough sugar until I'm 50. Probably that, but this I mean, I'm trying You're to like, watch I'm, I live in New Jersey. I'm not that self respecting
1: like I, easy i'm I'm trying. I'm trying to watch my figure, you know, so like I, I see them and they look fantastic. Um for the sake of me not really having them, I'm gonna go underrated because that's something on my bucket list to try
0: getting that get that Cbon in, yeah, just just go to the airport, get the airport cinnabon. overrated or underrated, Orange Julius.
1: ooh. That's tough, because I know I mean, the only time I've had an Orange Julius was at Dairy Queen, because I know oh, that they of kinda... the,
0: the standalone Orange Julius. That's the shit. I remember when I was a kid, my older cousin worked at the Orange Julius in our mall here, and I used to get like free shit all the time, like shit slaps.
1: OK, so I haven't I don't think I've had it at a mall, so I can't I'm going to have to say underrated as a need to try sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it's like. It just it it
0: hits different. I don't know. Like I know you're talking about the orange Julius, like at the Dairy Queen, and it's like, all right, that's fine, but you got to get the or like. There's something about. I don't know. Like if they put like fucking PCP in there or what, but like uh, that shit's addictive. Like that's just a different type of orange. You know, it's like, you know, like there's orange like orange juice, but it's not orange juice. Like I don't. It's just fucking like. Orange semen in there yeah it's, it's, it's yeah, crack it's, is what it is yeah it, it's orange crack that would yeah, that'd be a little marketing strategy there
1: that is actually uh, a very good marketing strategy i would like to take tw- uh, about 50 percent of the cut for that yeah you your finder's fee for the orange julius <laughs> finder's fee line. and i'm trying to get that money from the i'm trying to make as much money as a nigerian prince <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit uh overrated underrated sbarro
1: overrated why yeah, would you like, why why in the literal fuck would you go to get Italian at a mall? Yeah.
0: Um I've like had Sabaro. Now what I will say is they don't do it anymore, but do you remember the stuffed pies? It was like crust on top and bottom, and there'd be a bunch of bullshit in the middle.
1: I haven't had it from Sabaro, but I know what you're talking about because I go to regular pizza places and Italian spots that actually know how to make good That's fucking fair. Italian food.
0: That's fair. But I'm saying, if you were going to a Sbarro in the late 90s or early 2000s and you got the stuffed pie, it was awesome. Fair, Other than fair. that, it was mostly flies on there. Like, not a huge fan.
1: Yeah, so no, I don't fuck with Sbarro. That's an overrated one for me. Overrated. Overrated or underrated? Dippin' Dots. Ooh, I haven't had Dippin' Dots in a long time. Ooh. I'm going to have to go. You know what? I'm going to have to go overrated. Yeah. Because I'm with I, you there. Yeah. I, I don't mind them, but if I'm going out and getting ice cream, mm-hmm. that's not my first choice. Yeah. I want fucking ice cream. You there's Haagen-Dazs. Like, D- there's Dots like, Haagen like Daz, There's sure. other things in malls. Like there's dairy so queen. many. No fucking Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. If you want soft serve, like you have so many other and better options for ice cream than a Dippin' Dots. So yeah. for that, I will say overrated yeah it's like dip dots
0: is like a cool thing you get like for little kids and but it's basically just sugar and insulation that's what it is pretty much it's a mad overrated overrated underrated panda express overrated Ooh, hot take there what's your beef with with the, the pea bot the pea bodies
1: i just uh I, again i i i've gotten, like, i'll get real chinese food i'll get real chinese food exactly i will get real chinese food now if there's like an off-brand chinese place i might try it but if it's like panda express like a chain i don't fuck yeah. with it.
0: yeah Now, what i will say is the orange chicken at panda express is great it is great a fucking
1: orange chicken that's the, that and crab ragoons is the only thing i ever hear people talk about so are you gonna go to fucking panda express for crab ragoons that's it? Uh, no, but if
0: I'm at a mall and there's Panda Express and I'm feeling a little rumbling in my tummy and I want some Chinese food, you're goddamn right. I'm getting some crab rangoons. I will fuck up some crab rangoons.
1: Fair enough, Jake.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, overrated, underrated, Mrs. Fields Cookies. Okay, I haven't had them, so I'm going to go underrated. Uh, uh, they're like, you never even had them just like in a store or whatever. I just can't. The, the I don't think tin, they're...
1: Mrs. Fields. I haven't recalled seeing any in in any mall I've ever been to. To be honest with you.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Like I don't know. They're just overpriced, big soft cookies, basically. Like, but they're, they're good. Fine. Apparently,
1: I've heard they're good.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, they're good, but it's like my mom makes better cookies. You know what I'm saying?
1: Good point. Now, is it like chewy or or too? Is it like too chewy or too crunchy? Or is it like that perfect combination of crispy? and no, like chewy. they're
0: they're definitely they're soft. They're big and soft. They're big, soft baked cookies. Got it. So, but like I think just, just here, like we have this place called um, Ye Old Sweet Shop, and they do phenomenal cookies. So by comparison, it's like if fuck Mrs. Fields. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, for I, real. You go to whatever. Bakery you have and get some crazy good cookies, but they're all right. They I.
1: Right. Listen, I got an Italian market that's like five, not even five miles down down the road yeah. from me here. I can go and get it some rainbow cookies, and I would just eat those like it's fucking what's sure. it called? Uh, crack and PCP yeah. and all the other drug references all that we've stuff. made. All the good stuff. Just
0: just sprinkle it on. And you're like Mm-mm-mm. Give me some meth, daddy. <laughs> Overrated or underrated? Baskin Robbins.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go underrated because you can't again, okay. going back to going back to the idea of the Dippin Dots versus any other ice cream store you can go to sure. regular ice cream's not bad. So yeah, Baskin Robbins is the better go to for that. Have so. you ever seen a Baskin Robbins not in them mall though? Yes. Do tell. As a matter- I see more Haagen-Dazs than I see Baskin Robbins. From my I personal just- experience. And maybe it's just because I haven't gone to those parts of the mall where the Baskin Robbins is, but yeah. I have seen more Hagen does and I have seen Baskin Robbins. Like, I just don't know if I've ever seen a Baskin Robbins not in a mall. I've seen them more next, I've seen them more next to Dunkin' Donuts than I've seen them in malls. Uh yeah. Dunkin's in a lot of them. I mean, Dunkin's fucking everywhere now. Like
0: that's i mean duncan's more like new york especially boston like you go up new england like duncan's been there fucking forever but i feel like it's just this like spreading herpes virus just going fucking all over the east coast
1: duncan wait but it, hold on a say is duncan not in other parts of the of the country though they
0: are but it's primarily was new england forever like i mean i think duncan's everywhere now but you know, it's the same like Starbucks, like Starbucks is everywhere now, but they started on Pacific Northwest. You know what I'm saying?
1: Now the question is, which do you like better Dunkin or Starbucks?
0: Uh, Dunkin just from a price point.
1: That is a very good point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't like yeah, like the dollar or two I'm going to pay extra for Starbucks isn't worth whatever I'm getting out of that transaction. Now, we have Tim Hortons here, and I'll fuck with Tim Hortons.
1: I heard here. Tim Hortons is good, but I, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I wouldn't know. But I uh, I heard Tim Hortons is quite good. Oh, yeah. No, they, they got sandwiches and soups. They got really good donuts. Like, yeah,
0: Tim Hortons is it.
1: It's the Wawa of Canada.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, like, that's the thing. Like, we're we're so close to Canada that, like, we honestly have a lot of, like, random Canadian shit we do here that people don't think is Canadian. Like, there's so much, like, like, if I say stag and drag, do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Okay. So, stag and drag is a big party that you throw before someone gets married and everyone just gets drunk and gambles, basically. That's the thing we do here. They do that in Canada. They call it a stag and doe. That's called the bachelorette or bachelor party. <laughs> it's it's different. It's a it's big, different. Like, wow. No, no, it's not a bachelor. But like, it's not like oh, you and your boys are like you know the bridal party. It's like you just in, you sell tickets. You invite people. Like, I mean, I so I got married years ago. I've been since divorced longer than I was married. Uh, but had a stag and dragon. Like we were just inviting random ass people. Like it's just a fundraiser. Okay. But, They are, if anytime, like, I go to Stag and Drags, people don't even fucking know. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, hey, this stag's going on. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm there. That's, you know, five bucks. It's going to cover my hot dogs and my beer. I'm going to spend a hundred bucks gambling there. Like, we're golden. Chinese auction, all that shit.
1: Yeah. Sounds interesting, to say the least. I will say that much. It's. I I don't think we've ever done anything like that in Jersey, but... I have to come over to your neck of the woods and uh, try something like that out.
0: Oh yeah. Like honestly, especially the summers here. Like, I mean,
1: oh, I can imagine it's even better in the summer.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are a hundred percent, the Miami of the North, like no offense to Jersey shore, but like,
1: whoa, New whoa, King whoa, 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 true
0: whoa, Miami of the North. Oh, we better back that statement up. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we get down and our Coke's better. So that's fine. No, (laughs) you're like i don't know i guess it's fine
1: (laughs) listen i I, you'll you would know better than i would i guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit all right um last on the list uh overrated underrated godiva chocolates say that in english please godiva godiva chocolate don't know what i'm talking about i have
1: no clue what you're talking about is that a
0: chocolate is that like a candy store yeah Sure, yeah, it's a candy store. Yeah, they got little, oh. you know little boxes of chocolates. Yeah, Godiva,
1: Godiva. Yeah, I you know what? I feel like there. I've seen one in a mall, but I've never been in it, and I've now I would like to, so I'm gonna put that in underrated. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna add in a, another
0: one that maybe you've seen overrated, underrated Charlie's steakhouse, like the steak subs.
1: Haven't tried Charlie's, but I would have to say underrated again. Now, let me offer you one Nathan's yes. hot dogs.
0: overrated just because we have smith's hot dogs here there's no way you would know about it yeah i wouldn't know about it like my girlfriend gets the packs of nathan's they're good don't get me wrong um i would love to actually go like i mean i would love to go to actual like nathan's you know it's coney island right is
1: yeah uh, the one in coney island yeah the one that do the uh, hot dog competition every year yeah so like that would be cool
0: from a, like, trip nostalgia, whatever. I think that would be cool to go to. But just, like, if I really want a fucking hot dog, I'm getting a Smith's hot dog. And I tell you what, there literally is none better. None better. I've had hot dogs many places, and Smith's good. Like, if you ever are in Western PA, Smith's hot dog, Smith's bologna, is god
1: tier fucking god tier good to know good to know it's for me i'm gonna have to go uh i'm gonna have to go just right like perfect almost for yeah. the nathan's i mean
0: like nathan's like nathan's better than oscar meyer or ballpark or you know hebrew national like i mean you can pick like there's tons of dogs you can put in there like i think nathan's is better than all those but just because i have familiarity with smith's like Smith's one I don't know like Nathan's probably two I can't really think of anyone that would be better than Nathan's I don't know it's, I think just like the all beef and like they're kind of like they're kind of thin and I don't know like there's something about it, it just gets like a lot of crispiness on a Nathan's yeah. on a dog you know
1: now let's be fair though It's all about the fries and Nathan's.
0: Nathan's fries are fucking great. That's like, I have no frame of reference on that. So you would know vastly more than I. Are they shoestring fries? Like what's a Nathan's No.
1: So they're like, they're like a cross between like a steak and a crinkle cut fry. They're a bigger crinkle cut fry. And I think, and I think they're really good personally. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I just like, I like a lot of potato with my fry. So, like some people don't like steak fries to steak fries for that reason. I like a lot of potato with my fries. So I I I am not saying I don't like other kinds of fries, like you know, the shoestring, the curly yeah. tater tots. I love tater tots, but I think Nathan's hot dogs are really good because they also hold on to toppings really well than say other fries would. So yeah, for that reason alone, I, I gotta go. Nathan's is fantastic. Nathan's number one. Sponsored this podcast
0: so much for joining me today before you get going, let the people know one more time where they can find you at
1: 69 whiskey and the bro Migos podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, um, Apple, Spotify, Google, the whole nine yards, search it up, enjoy it. Leave a ranking. I like to read feedback on the shows when I get it. I haven't gotten it in a while, so please leave some goddamn feedback so I can read it. <laughs> um as well as you can follow all the shows on twitter at 69 whiskey pod and bromigos pod from there you can click on our link trees and you can pretty much see where we are as far as podcasting platforms go other endeavors that we have were syndicated on a, a site called full swap radio both shows are um and then of course me personally i have a, a youtube channel edge 0626 uh, check it out. That's also located in the link tree on my Twitter profile, which I'll say one more time. At real mat zero six two six. Follow me for Angry Liverpool uh soccer match tweets because that <laughs> they made me very upset today.
0: Oh yeah. Well yeah, that's a tough one, buddy. That's a tough one. But guys, be sure to give them all a like and follow as well. Be sure to check out both shows. And as always, be sure to give us a like and follow as well. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your content. We've got new episodes coming out every other Thursday. And be sure to give us a like and follow on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Show. So, Matt, it's been a real pleasure talking with you. I value appreciate you.